0: To first John chapter three verses one through three. First John Chapter three verses one through three. When you have it, Say, amen. Book of John says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear... What we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Father, we ask that you would touch today, O God. Bless your word, O God. That every word that proceeds out of my mouth, O God, be orchestrated by your spirit, Lord. Let it touch the hearts and minds of your people that are in this place, O God, that we will all leave here changed, O God, ready to go forward and continue to do your will. Let your perfect will be done, O God, in Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say the amen. amen. And you may be seated for a moment. Love is a common subject that we always talk about. And this morning, I just want to present a message to you just entitled The Power of Love. The Power of Love. The first question that comes to mind that a lot of people may ask is, what is love? And over the years, there's been a large depository of songs, written literature, movies, television shows, and other materials used to describe love. But much to our detriment, many associate love with romance physical attraction and sexual activities, material possessions and personal preferences. Some believe love to be a strong human emotion. There's another misconception that there are different types or categories of love. But I want to tell you that love is one and the same. I can express my love. Anybody ever heard of eros and philia and all those other terms that they use? Rightly defined, they are expressions of love rather than types of love. There is only one love. Amen. But there are different expressions of that love. If I love, if, if I say I have love, I'm going to love my mom and I'm going to love my wife. But the way I express my, mo- my love to my mom is different than the way I express that love to my wife. But it's still one and the same love. If I have love, I'm going to express my love to God differently than I express my love to whoever it is that I'm related to on my job, whatever the case may be. So love is one and the same. Amen. I can express love in different ways, but it does not change love. But there is more to love than what meets the eye. In fact, the source of love is neither carnal nor tangible. As we see in 1 John chapter 4 and 8, the Bible lets us know that God is love. And if we know that there is only one God, we can understand that if God is love, then there is only one love. Amen? Notice love is not classified as something materialistic in God's possession, but it is the very persona or personality of God. Therefore, there is no love outside of God. And if we are truly... Wanting to define love, we must begin with the source of love, which is God. The other question that comes to mind is, what can I do to earn or gain love? Please understand that there is nothing really that we can do to earn God's love. Amen. It's not about what we do. In fact, the Bible lets us know that before we even came into existence, God loved us. Amen. Amen. And it was that love that drove the actions that he did in time that affords us the opportunities that we have today as Christians. Amen. It is God's love. But he loved us before we loved him. In American society, there's a specific day set aside to celebrate love. It is known as Valentine's Day. And according to history.com, it is said that more than 62 percent of Americans celebrate this event. However, the origins of the February 14th day of celebration was established by Pope Galatius in efforts to honor one of the Christians known as St. Valentine at the end of the 5th century. This particular Christian was sentenced to death by Emperor Claudius because he was performing secret marriages for young Roman men. These marriages were forbidden because the emperor believed that single men made better soldiers. It is also said that Valentine's Day became definitively associated with love in the 1300s. Today, listen to this, Americans spend over $20 billion in purchases to include roses, greeting cards, candy, jewelry, and other gestures of love. Every year, about $20 billion. However, not everyone participates completely voluntarily. Some are under this social pressure, of social uh, social pressure, or, or feel obligated to participate in order to retain or gain someone else's love. A lot of times, people are doing these things. They are purchasing purchasing these things to either keep someone's love, or keep their attention, or gain someone's love. In fact, they say that a lot of uh, a lot of proposals are done on valentine's day a lot of times people will go out to eat whatever the case may be this is all to be expressive of love or to gain someone else's love but please understand that if it is love it's not something that you can earn it's not something that you can do to earn that love amen that love exists because it's a part of who God is, and if it's something that you have, it's a part of who you are. It's not a matter of waiting for someone to do something for you to give that love. You love because that's what's inside of you. That's what's become a part of you. Those of us who say we are Christians, when we receive the Spirit of God, the Bible says that the fruit of the Spirit is Love, amen? So if we have the Spirit of God, then that means that we have love. And if we have that same love that Jesus Christ had, the same way He showed that compassion for the lost, that's what we should be doing as children of God, is expressing that love, not because they did something to earn it, but because that is something that is a part of us. Having the Spirit of God means having love. God is the source of love. He is the only one that can give love. Amazingly, God loved us before we were even conceived. There is nothing that we can say or do to earn it. Whether we live a perfect and sinless life or a filthy and degraded life, God continues to love us nonetheless. One point we must understand about God's love is that He does not merely love us for, when we, for what we do, but He loves us for who we are. Remember what the Bible tells us about when we were created. We were created in whose image? In God's image. God loves what He sees because He knows what He created us to be. That's what's beautiful about the love of God. Even though we make a mess out of our lives sometimes, God still loves us. He doesn't love the things that we do, but he loves us for who he has created us to be. That's why he can look at the sinner and still love them, even though they turn their backs on him. In fact, the Bible even lets us know that he's married to the backslider. God does not cut his commitment. This false uh, notion of love today... Here today, gone tomorrow, this fickle, this fickle uh, conception of love that the world displays is not really love, but it has to do with infatuation, physical attraction, something that has to do with tangib- tangibility. But it's not the love of God. The love of God stays no matter what. In fact, the Bible lets us know that the love of God is the love that covers a multitude of sins. Amen? It's the love of God that continues persistently regardless of what you do. It doesn't matter where you go in life. doesn't matter what you've done in your life. God still loves you even though you've been trying to find it on your own. You've been trying to find love in different relationships. You've been trying to find love in your career, whatever the case may be. But I'm here to let you know that it's not what you do. It's a matter of what God has already made available to you. And all you have to do is just embrace it and allow God's love to enter into your life that's what he desires for us today his love for us remains that is why he affords us with numerous opportunities to turn to him and embrace his love it's already been made available it's nothing that you can do or say to make it, to make it there or make it present or not. God gives his love freely because that's a part of him. That's a part of who he is. But how do I receive God's love? It's not a question of earning, but embracing his love. To embrace love means to embrace God. Instead of trying to earn love, we must receive God's love and allow it to work in and through us. Oftentimes we find that people are out there pursuing all kinds of things in the name of love. We've got so many things that have taken place, broken relationships, and all in the name of love. Now we got folks going to counseling talking about how they don't love someone anymore. They lost their love. But you don't lose love. You might lose attraction. You might lose infatuation. You might lose a desire and a preference for something. But love remains regardless of what you feel. Love is not a feeling. Love supersedes a feeling it's a supernatural thing that only comes from God if you lost your love you never had it to begin with Look at how God loves us, the love that the Father has toward us. Think about the times that you rejected God, when you knew God was telling you to do something, when you knew God was leading you somewhere, and you did the total opposite, but yet and still, God kept you, and it gave you another opportunity. Why? Because He loves you. The Bible even lets us know that God loves us so much that he will correct us when we're going the wrong way. While we look at it as something that is taxing and we look at it as something that is evil and bad, God is saying, I'm trying to do something for your good. Because the Bible lets me know that all things work together for the good to them that love God. Amen. And are called according to his Purpose, amen. It's about where he's trying to bring us all the time. We can't see where he's trying to bring us all the time. He can't see what we what he's trying to do in our lives. But if we just l- listen to what he's telling us to do, if we obey his word, we'll find out sooner or later that everything that he's doing is developing us, amen. It's because of his love for us that he's doing the things that he's doing when he's correcting us. He's trying to lead us down the right path and in the right direction because he has something greater for us. That love that God has for us is greater than anything that we can experience on this earth. But if we just take the time to embrace what God has already made available, we'll begin to understand what true love is about. The things that God has done. The things that he made available to us. Let me tell you about the power of love. God way back when when he saw the things happening, he made everything perfect. He gave everybody what they needed. Adam and Eve were in the garden. Everything thing was perfect and prepositioned but something happened and sin was introduced but let me tell you what happened because of the love of god god looked at the situation and said not so i know i created my people and some things might have got messed up but one thing's for sure because i love my people i'm not going to leave them in a destitute state i've got a plan that i'm about to implement for my people and i'm here to let you know right now that the things that god has done back then It's still available today. God chose a body and roped himself in flesh. He said, I'm going to come down and I'm going to save my people. I'm going to present myself so they can see that there's a way out of this mess because I love my people. I'm going to bring them out of the destitute state that they're in. I know there's some lady that was caught in adultery. I know some lady that was degraded in her life. I know somebody was treated like trash. I know there's somebody that feels like they're not worth anything. But i am coming." and let them know right now that I came to save my people from their sins. They don't have to live the life that they are living. They don't have to be defeated by the enemy. They don't have to live in fear. But I came to change things because I love my people. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish but they shall have everlasting life. I don't know about you but I'm glad that God had a plan To save my soul When I couldn't save myself It was the love of God That came and rescued me When I was sinking deep in sin It was the love that reached down And picked me up When I was drowning God's love came down Took my hand and brought me up I'm here to let you know right now That it's the love of God That has the power to change somebody's life Hallelujah God prepared a human body for himself to dwell in because God is a spirit. Therefore, he chose to reveal himself through Jesus Christ so that all could witness a glimpse of the magnitude of love he has for us. He lived on this earth and he instructed us. He fed us. He performed miracles for us. He left a major impact on the world and he gave his life. He defeated hell in the grave and he revealed himself after the resurrection and he ascended back up into heaven all the while still being God but I like what Paul says in Timothy he says without controversy great is the mystery of godliness God was manifest in the flesh justified in the spirit seen of angels preached unto the Gentiles believed on in the world and received up into glory I'm here to let you know right now that the sacrifice that Jesus gave was because he loved us so much It wasn't because we did anything special to earn His love, but He loved us before we came into existence. I'm so glad to know that God the flesh and put himself on the cross but he had me in mind when he was out there being stressed out a while when they were putting the nails in his hands he had me in mind my sins, my dirt my baggage but he had me in mind and because he loved me he said I'm going to do this even though it's not pleasurable I'm going to do this because I love my people Woo! thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus for your love. We can't do anything to earn that love. All the good you can do in this life, you'll never be at a point where you deserve it. But aren't you glad that God didn't look at what we were doing? God didn't try to figure out if we were going to measure up and really earn His love. But He gave it freely. Aren't you glad about that? Come on somebody, you got to get a hold of this thing. He was whipped and he was beaten. His blood was shed. He was hanging on that cross between two thieves. But he didn't do anything wrong. All the while while he was roaming on the earth, he was performing miracles. He was changing and impacting people's lives. He was intervening on others' behalf. He was saving and delivering. He was rescuing. And he was giving out a message of hope. And then he gave his life to let them know... That everything that you knew before, you don't have to submit to that anymore. You don't have to let that be your identity. You might have been failing in your life before, but you don't have to fail anymore. Because I came to give you victory. Because I've got love for you. And my love for you allows me to go to the point where I shed my blood. I heard the scripture say, greater love hath no man than this. That a man will lay down his life for a friend. I don't know about you But I don't find too many people That's willing to give their life for me But when there's somebody That before I came into existence He laid down his life for me Shed his blood So that I could be saved I thank God For his love Woo! Thank you Jesus Hallelujah Glory to God Thank God for the love Of God Understand something This love can't be bought You can get all the gifts in the world But you can't buy love You can do all the good deeds You want to do in life But it will never warrant you love You can go out there and experiment all you want in all types of relationships. Looking for somebody to treat you the way you think you ought to be treated. But you can't earn love through experimental relationships. One thing we got to do if we want to hold on to this love. I'm not talking about lust. I'm not talking about sexual desires. I'm not talking about I like you today and tomorrow I can't stand your guts. But I'm talking about that genuine, bona fide, unadulterated, pure love that only comes from one place. And if you want to invest in a relationship, let me encourage you to hold on to God. Because the only way that you're going to have that pure love is if you hold on to God. God is love and there is no love outside of Him. If you say that you're loved, then that means that the love of the Father is in you. But you can't say that you love if you're hating someone else. God's love is powerful enough to touch the hardest criminal and change their hearts and they become the most gentle Christian that you ever met. Sometimes we can be prejudgmental and that's just by human nature. We look at folks and we just kind of write them off. But we got to be careful that we don't discredit the power of God's love that can impact their lives. It doesn't matter what it looks like at the point in time. We've got to get a hold of the, and get a grasp on how God sees things. And realize that if it's an investment to God, it should be worth the investment for us. God's love is not conditional, it's not biased. Just because you are Pentecostal doesn't mean that God loves you because of the title that you hold. Did you know that? You're a sinner out there on the streets thinking that nobody cares about you. God loves you. You've been living in this thing for years. God loves you. His love is not biased. It's not prejudiced. The Bible lets me know that God is no respecter of persons. In fact, it goes on to let me know that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come. It is not His desire for us to perish that's why he made a way he says you know what i love the world so much i'm going to give myself away and if you choose to believe if you believe he didn't say if you if you paid you know millions of dollars an offer he said if you believe See, all that other stuff comes later. But the foundation of your relationship with God starts with you believing. Believing in what he's done. And believing. Let me tell you the hardest thing to convince folks who have been hurt time and time again. The most challenging thing is to get folks to believe that someone truly loves them. They've been hurt, abused, misused Everything else that they've gone through To convince them It's got to be something powerful But it's going to take more than words Amen God's love is powerful Just by us sitting here You know you came in contact With the power of God's love You know where your life was before You may not be where you need to be now But you know where you were before the scripture says, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. God's love is so powerful. Talk to some of these folks on the street, some of these folks, that did, did you, common folks that you see, and it doesn't matter. Some of these folks may be rich. They got a lot of money. They got it all together. We look at it and we say they got it all together, but they're still feeling Empty. And you start talking to some of these folks about the love of God. You know how many folks might change forever if they really just come in contact with the power of God's love. It brings some folks to tears. They probably never cried for years by telling them about the power of God's love. Brothers and sisters, we are living testimonies about what God's love can do. Why not share it with the whole world? We may look around and we see these dynasties and kingdoms being built up, but understand that nothing's more powerful than the love of God. All throughout the scriptures, you can see the thread of love laced all through. He did the things that he did because he loved us. Amen. I encourage you to get a hold of the power of God's love. Because if you get a hold of it, it will help you to treat others better. It will make you feel more fulfilled in your own life. You won't go chasing after things trying to get that fulfillment uh, elsewhere. When you are truly convinced and you truly possess God's love and those of us who are spirit filled then we should be love filled it shouldn't be like pulling teeth to express that love to those that we come in contact with you see it give us fill us with water, uh, rivers of living water right but you know a river they don't just fill a cup you're going to need quite a few cups It's just flowing. It's overflowing. You know what that means? Rivers of love should be overflowing from our lives. We come in contact with people we probably even really said much but good morning to them. But the love of God just splashed over and just, that's how it should be. When we're going through a bad situation, that love of God is just bubbling up and just flowing out. We just, it's going to be all right. God's love is powerful. If you're dealing with love that you thought you had and you feel like you lost, maybe that wasn't true love. I want to encourage you. We can stand. I'm done. I'm done. We can stand. I just want to encourage you. It doesn't take much to tell you about God's God's love. It's powerful. But now we got to use it. God has given us power for a reason. Amen.